You've reached Conversation with Mr. A. This is your host, Anthony Apostilla. Thank you for listening. Let's get right to the episode. Welcome to another edition of Conversations with Mr. A. This is your host, Anthony Abastilla. I am really excited because for this uh, edition, I'm doing an interview with uh, Miss Sandy Harding, and she is the general manager of the very last blockbuster video store in the whole world. Sandy, thank you so much for being part of this interview. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, so now uh, some of our listeners are a little bit younger, and they may not be familiar with what uh, Blockbuster is all about. Uh, can you explain to our listeners, our younger listeners, what Blockbuster is all about, its history, and just what its origins? Yeah, no, absolutely. So the original Blockbuster started in 1985 um, in Dallas, Texas. In fact, we're getting ready to celebrate our anniversary in October. Um, this particular store opened up in 1990, and then we became a Blockbuster in 2000. Um, so we've been a Blockbuster for over you know 20 years now, so. It's been great. So, and back in the heyday before Netflix and all the streaming services, Blockbuster is where you used to go to rent movies. And, you know, back in the, originally they had VHS and beta tapes, and then it went on to DVDs and Blu-ray. They even had some laser discs in there from time to time. But, you know, that was the only way to really get your home entertainment was to be able to, you know, rent a movie or go buy it at the store. But, you know, back in the early 80s and 90s when we were doing this, you know, VHS tape could cost you a hundred bucks. So a lot of times people would rather come in and rent one because it was a lot more convenient and more cost-effective for families. Okay. And as uh, I said earlier, Blockbuster over here, this is the final store ever that exists. Um, How did that happen? So I think, you know, some of it, I'd love to say it's just hard work. Um, And that is definitely a piece, but I think there was some just dumb luck in there too. You know, we um, outlasted the Alaska stores. And if you'd asked me that, you know, 10 years ago, I would never have thought that was going to happen. Um, One of the comments I get a lot of times is from all over, including international, is like, do you guys not have, you know, good Wi-Fi there? And it's like, no, we're we're a big city. We have, you know, good Wi-Fi here. We're good. Uh, But I think that, you know, our owners really love movies, and they started out, we had five stores here in Central Oregon, and we were a franchise, so we weren't part of the corporate blockbuster world. So when the corporate stores all started closing down after Dish Network acquired the company out of blockbuster, or out of bankruptcy, um, you know, we got a licensing agreement in lieu of our franchise agreements, and we were able to just stay open as long as we could. And I think that in Ken and Debbie's hearts, they really wanted to keep this store going as long as we possibly could. And Ken's famous words are, if we can pay our bills and pay the employees, we'll keep going. And that's kind of what we did. And so we just kind of, you know, stuck to who we were. We didn't try to compete with Redbox and Netflix and all the other things. We just stayed true to who we were, which was, you know, we provide new releases. Our bread and butter is really the old type that we have you know um, everybody is familiar now with the streaming services and now that uh, Netflix is not the only one you've got what probably a good 10 12 different streaming services you can subscribe to um, you can't have to go through all of them to find an old title nowadays you can't just go to Netflix and find whatever movie now you might have to go to Paramount you might have to go to Peacock you might have to go to Amazon to find that title where you can come in here and we're still going to have them all and so I think that's kind of our bread and butter when it really comes down to it um, but I think that perseverance we really have always tried to adapt and change and you know even though we haven't changed our 
model out in the store as far as, you know, we haven't changed our prices. We still charge the same amount we did uh, when I started in 2004. Um, but as far as adapting to what people want, we've adapted that. So, you know, unfortunately, we don't carry video games anymore. That's a huge disappointment to people. But video games um, are still the same price as they were 10, 15 years ago. And so you just can't make the profit on them anymore. So just making changes like that and and paying attention to what's going on in the business um, and adapting as much as we could has been a big factor. And the Bend community. You know, we have the Bend community support, which has been really big, too. Um, in fact, I was talking to a local yesterday, and she came in with her family that was visiting from out of town. She's like, every time I have somebody here, I'm coming in to visit you and bringing them down to see the store. So even if they're not still renting all the time, they're still bringing people down and supporting us, which is amazing. That is awesome. Now, at one point, how many um, Blockbuster stores were um, available around the world? Yeah, so when I first started in 2004, that was the peak of Blockbuster, and we had over 9,000 Blockbuster stores worldwide. And so um, they slowly started closing. And by 2015, I think, is when the last corporate store closed, um, or roughly that time frame. I'm terrible with my dates. Um, but, yeah, we... To go have that many and to have them all closed within 10 years is just absolutely crazy. And then you mentioned uh, just a little bit ago, uh, Ken and Debbie. Can you uh, tell our listeners uh, who Ken and Debbie is? Oh, yeah. So Ken and Debbie Tisher are the owners of the, our location. And, um, you know, they started, like I said, in the early 90s with Pacific Video, which is still our parent company name. Um, and that's what this store was. And then they franchised into Blockbuster in 2000. Um, and so, yeah, they, they live right here in Oregon. Ken lives just up the road. And um, so they're here quite often. And they're just huge family of movie lovers. You know, their children worked here. So I always tease that the Tisher started it and the Hardings are the ones that are still working here now. So, um, but yeah, I've been gracious. This is my 20th year. I celebrated 19, um, last month. And so now I'm starting on my 20th year, um, working with them and they're just wonderful people. Congrats. Congratulations. Yeah. That's Thanks. exciting. Um, now obviously I am out of town, so mm -hmm. I'm, I walked in, I was definitely in awe just looking around and still planning on looking around after this interview. Yeah. Um, what can customers and tourists expect when they come into this blockbuster? Well, I always laugh because people come in, they're always like, oh my God, it looks like a blockbuster or it smells like a blockbuster. And I'm like, well, of course it does. We are still a fully functioning blockbuster store. You can still open up an account. You can still rent your videos. You still have to bring them back, you know, on time or you're going to get charged late fees. Um, the only difference now is that we have all the merchandise, you know, and that's unfortunately without the merchandise, we would not still be here. You know, COVID really hit a lot of small businesses and we were not immune to that. Um, you know, it pushed a lot more people to streaming because we were all stuck at home. So you couldn't really go out and do anything. Even though we weren't one of the businesses that was required to close, we still closed down for a couple of weeks and, and, you know, tried to keep everybody safe and everything during COVID. But, um, yeah, without the merchandise sales, we would not be surviving. So I always tease that this time of year, we have lots of tourists, lots of people taking pictures in front of the store, lots of t-shirt sales. Um, but that's, what's kind of paying for the rentals for the rest of the year and keeping the doors open. Um, and you know, and a lot of people don't realize too, that our merchandise is all sourced here locally. So all of our t-shirts and everything are all printed here in town. We've got like three different, um, small mom and pop uh, video, uh, not video stores, so mom and pop t-shirt stores that are screen printing everything for us. We have a gal who makes our buttered popcorn candle in her garage. Um, so, I mean, we try to do as much locally and, and support small business as we can. Um, and so, yeah. 
That's awesome. And it kind of answered my next question because I was going to ask, um, how long do you think the crew and staff can financially keep the blockbuster going? Yeah. And I think you kind of alluded to it right there. Yeah, and I think that that's, you know, as long as the nostalgia and people really love supporting us and want to keep our door open. And so people who can't rent will go on the website and buy a T-shirt or even a membership card. We have collector cards that we sell for $2. So, you know, we have so many people that just will buy that. And every Every dollar keeps the store open. And as you were sitting here in the room that we process the, the online orders in right now, everything is done through the store. We don't have some big, you know, company that's doing all of our fulfillment for us. We do everything ourselves. And so um, I think that that's really something special for people and they really enjoy that. So that's all keeping us going. So as long as that keeps, you know, as Ken said, as long as we can pay the bills and pay the employees, we're going to keep going. So. That's fair. And uh, now you, I know you mentioned the COVID and, of course, that, that impacted everything Everybody. and businesses here uh what other challenges do you think do you kind of uh see that oh you know this could be a you know a big challenge well we you know covid there's all kinds of challenges all the time um and you know that one wasn't just taking customers away it also closed businesses and so one of the businesses that closed was where we got our dvds where we got our movies and so we had to you know come up with a, a no way to do that um gosh, everything, you know, it's a, it's a daily challenge. There's always something that's happening. It's like this company is just closing or, or this is going. So now we have to source that, you know, we have to make all of our reader board signs. We, you know, we hand make all of our membership cards now because our printer broke and there's no other printer that will work with our old IBM computers. So we, we hand make them and, and laminate them ourselves. You know, there's just always something changing, but I think if you talk to any small business owner, they're going to tell you the same thing. If you're not willing to change, if you're not willing to just face every challenge head on, you're not going to succeed. So you just have to find a way to make it work. And that's kind of what we're good at. So. Fair. Now, um, I was going to ask you, so um, you've seen the DVDs. Of course, there's the Blu-rays. I was just going to ask you, what are your are your personal views on VHS tapes, beta tapes, DVDs, <laughs> online streaming services? Uh <laughs> can you and some of our again some of our listeners are a little bit younger can you possibly explain to our uh viewers younger viewers or sorry listeners uh the evolution of it yeah so it's funny because um if i had my way we'd go back to vhs and cassette tapes for my audio too because i i think they sound better i know the quality of the video is not as good on vhs however they're not all scratched up so you know that's the one thing about dvds now blu-rays are great Blu-rays are a lot harder to, to scratch up. Um, but I love the old school VHS tapes and, and they're hard, they're clunky, they're you know, there's something you can you can hit your brother over the head with them. I know I did that many times when I was a kid. Um, but anyway, they're they're a fun, um, old school way of doing things. But um, you know, I just think there's something tangible about having a VHS or a DVD or a Blu-ray movie, being able to hold it. You know, having your remote in your hand and flipping through pages and pages of movies trying to find something to watch is nothing compared to coming in here and op and seeing the movie and opening it and holding it and reading the back of it. And there's just something special about that. And for your listeners who, who may not know or have had the opportunity to have a VHS tape in their hand, I encourage you to go to the local thrift store and find one just so you can look at it. Um, we get people that donate them to us all the time, and we love getting them in. Right now we're, we're kind of hoarding them, and we have them all – off to the side because we're getting ready to go to Portland to the game expo again. And we're going to recreate another smaller version of our store up there in the, um, for the retro gaming event. And we did that last year too. And we're going to do it again this year. So, um, last year we didn't think ahead of time. We didn't save enough movies. So this year we've got all kinds of VHS and DVDs we're taking up with us, but, um, 
But anyway, I encourage you to go out and, and find a VHS tape and hold it and look at it and, you know, um, try put it back in the case the right way, too. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but anyway, uh, I encourage them to, to do that because there, there's something special about having an actual physical movie in your hand. Now, I'm wondering with some of our listeners if they know what beta is all about. And I was, <laughs> was going to ask uh, your personal pre- Personal preference, VHS or beta, and maybe uh, you may have to explain to our listeners some of them what the beta is, the beta tapes. So, you know, I'm an Oregonian, true and true. I've lived here my entire life, um, and I actually grew up in the Dalles. And so some people, are, listeners are going to, from Washington are going to know where the gorge is and know where the Dalles is. And my aunt had a video store called A1 Video on Main Street in the Dalles, and we had, that was when beta and VHS were kind of fighting over which one was going to be the most popular. And I like the VHS tapes. Now, beta was much better in the camcorders because they were much smaller than the VHS camcorders and those of you who don't know what a camcorder is it's what we used to use before we had iPhones um, to take videos and pictures but um, but anyway I'm, I'm a much more bigger fan of a VHS than a beta tape but then when I came to work at Blockbuster that was when HD and Blu-ray were fighting and so we weren't really sure which one was going to win out if it was going to be Sony or if it was going to be and I can't remember if HD was Xbox or who had HD but I know that Sony was the one with the Blu-ray um but anyway, and as we all know, Blu-ray went out on that one as well. So it's always interesting as as things, technology evolves. And, you know, we all know we started out with Netflix. Now we have, like I mentioned earlier, you know, a dozen different streaming services. So everything always starts somewhere and then evolves to something better or, or bigger or it just grows. And that's kind of what we did with all the different things. Cause, and I mentioned earlier, too, there was a time when they had laser discs, which looked like an old record that you would put into a machine and play a video on, too. So um, we had all kinds of different media options when we were kids. Now, obviously, uh, Blockbuster here, the biggest selling point, which I think is awesome, is the retro. You know, the, yeah. the retro, the videos. Um, in your opinion, uh, what do you think, where do you think the future lies when it comes to entertainment services for customers? Um, down the road, do you think? Well, I, I don't see streaming going away anytime soon. Yeah. But I do see people, uh, especially during COVID, um, and I know I kept referencing that, but I know we'd all like to just forget about it. But that really did bring something to us because we all of a sudden were all forced back in our homes again, spending time with our family. And, you know, we may have been on our phones, but we were back to having dinner together. We were back having, you know, watching a movie together. And I think that everybody started to really miss that those times, you know, in the 80s and 90s when we didn't have those options. We weren't all on our on our own personal devices. We had to go out and as a family choose a movie or you chose a movie and the kids chose a movie. And I think people really do miss that. And I have a lot of, you know, the nostalgia and the retroness of our store. That's what I hear a lot of. People come in and, and even though the kids are like, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just turn on Netflix? Why wouldn't you just do this? But it, I think that's, as adults, we're all remembering that and wishing we could go back and have that more quality family time. I know people are starting to go back to the movie theaters more. And I think, you know, during the pandemic, we all were missing that. We couldn't do that. We couldn't go do those things and enjoy family time. So anyway, I think that eventually people are going to maybe not gravitate back to a brick and mortar blockbuster store because, um, you know, I don't know feasibly if more stores could open up we have the nostalgia piece we have the t-shirt sales which really keeps us going i don't know that a brick and mortar video store could really make it right now um but i do think people are slowly going back to wanting that wanting those more opportunities to spend time with family awesome and i know you mentioned earlier that you uh spent your life here in oregon and Uh one of the questions i have is what is it about bend oregon the community over here that's kept blockbuster alive all these years well, I think 
you know, and you're here, so you know it's just a beautiful area. So yes. I don't think it's it's a lot to do with the Bend community. We have our Bend Film Festival. I mean, at one point we had four blockbusters, a Hollywood video, several mom and pops, and we had, you know, I, I know I mentioned this before. When I first moved here, there was like thirty thousand people that lived in Bend, and you know, it just amazed me how much people love movies in our area. And I think that that was really what it was about was about you know our entertainment and it's it's amazing to think that because being in bend you know we have the river we have the rafting we have the mountain to go skiing we have the desert to the east of us where people go out and go dirt bike riding i mean we have lots of outdoor activities too but to have be such a movie um movie fans is kind of special about us but then we also have the tourism so i think that that also helps because people come a lot of people come into town and they'll see us and know that we're here and i think that helps keep us keep us kind of going um, but I don't know, there's just something, you know, you'll see a lot as you visit Bend, a lot of shop local and um, just all kinds of signs like that. And I think people in Bend really do, we're um, very small town, even though we're not small anymore. And I think we really try to, to keep that, that family, I don't even know how to say, small business, family kind of focus going. Awesome. And one thing I didn't ask earlier is um, uh, you are the general manager here in the store. Uh, can you explain to our listeners uh, what you do and what your role is? <laughs> um, well, let's see. Do you want to know what my role is now or what it was five years ago? How about both? <laughs> I was going to say five years ago, you would come in and catch me working on the floor and, and ringing up customers and renting out videos and you know doing payroll and all those things in the background. Nowadays, I'm lucky if I can even ring up a customer during the day because I'm so busy managing merchandise and managing the movies and, and it's just so interesting how things changed and I get lots of people that come through that have worked at either Blockbuster or another video store and and they're just amazed at how much the business model has changed um but no my day pretty much consists of uh coming first thing in the morning I come in and I'm filling the shelves I'm receiving in product I'm ordering movies I process payroll I you know buy candy I do all the things that you know I do to keep the business going um and then I get to go out and talk to people so it's kind of fun I get I always tease everybody I get the fun part of the job because I'm not at the counter ringing up the customers and checking in the movies anymore now I get to wander around and talk to people and have great conversations like I'm having with you awesome awesome I'm I'm very appreciative (laughs) uh so special occasions do you guys do any special occasion events uh such as during the holidays like any Christmas things Thanksgiving things, and um, I heard a little bit that you guys do something about a B and B Baron Breakfast slumber parties, or how? Did, you that? So we we did do an Airbnb, but it was a one time thing, so we're okay. not zoned for that. So the city, uh, I don't think would would think very kindly of us if we kept trying to do B and B stuff because we're not really set up for it. We don't have the facilities for it and things like that. But we did do that event. We teamed up with Airbnb and we're host for a weekend. It was a lot of fun. But we do we do all kinds of fun things. We're um, I mentioned that we are going to Portland, um, but we do a lot of things here at the store, too. And we try to do a lot of things with charity as much as possible and different events. Um, there's not really anything specific that we do every single year. We just kind of do them as they come up. And if it makes sense to do it for us and, and to help the community, then we kind of go for it. But, um, but yeah, we've done all kinds of different things throughout the year. We're teaming up with Ben Film Festival, so we'll be doing some things with them here in October. Um, we do have something coming up at the end of October that I can't talk about yet. Um, we have some different things that we do all the time. But um, it's just 
kind of unique and different. We did a commercial, as everybody knows, for the Super Bowl last year and put it out on Instagram. And um, we're getting ready to do some um, new advertising this year, too, that'll be fun and, and retro. And anyway, we just try to do fun things. You know, we're, we're still a small business, so we, we don't have deep pockets. We can't do a lot of things. If we did those things, we won't be here for very much longer. So we try to pick and choose things that make sense for the business. But, um, but yeah, we try to host events. That's awesome. Now, I know there is a movie uh, about you guys, documentary, and uh, some might have heard about it, some may haven't. Now, for those who haven't heard about it, can you explain a little bit about the, the movie, the documentary? Yeah. So it was actually a local Bend film crew that did it. Um, Zeke and, and Taylor both live right here in Bend. And Taylor actually lives in Eugene now. But um, So they came to us in, gosh, 2017, I think. And that's when we started talking about doing a documentary about blockbusters. And there was still probably a good eight or nine stores around and then slowly they started closing and then we ended up finishing the documentary and it took um, several years be simply because we became the last one in America then we became the last one in the world and then we just kept having all these things happening and and as Taylor will say we probably could have continued to to film because we've had so many more interesting things have happened but at some point you have to stop um, unfortunately it did was completed during the pandemic so we did a pop-up drive-in theater downtown here in Bend to premiere it and then Netflix picked it up and so then it went on Netflix and it was on there for um, I think two years because it just went off in March so you can still find it on streaming it's called the last blockbuster um, but it is focused on our store and kind of the history of blockbuster and why the company went out of business and why we've still survived so we've got some stars in it kevin smith is in it jamie kennedy is in it doug benson's in it um so yeah there's some there's some fun things going on in it that's awesome <laughs> So we're almost uh, towards the end of the interview. Um, one of the things I do at the very end is called uh, word association. And so uh, <laughs> what I'm do is I'm gonna throw in a few words or two, like one, two, three words, and uh, you know, tell me one of the first things that comes into mind. Now, one of the running jokes with all my podcast interviews, as well my last place, Chimicum School District, as a counselor, is one of the things the running joke is how much I hate pickles. <laughs> and so uh, the first word that I'm gonna throw out to you is uh, pickles. Oh, so see, I have to do movie references. So I think of like fried green tomatoes mm -hmm. or something like that, that that's kind of not really pickles, but it's very similar. Um, gosh, pickles. Yeah. Um, I always think of the pickle that we put on our Christmas tree every year. You have to find the pickle in the middle of the tree and then you get an extra tri a treat. Um, oh. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's probably what I think of. Okay. Uh, romantic movies. Oh, geez. Uh, well, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is the first one that popped in my head, but that's just because I've seen it a million times. But Okay. Um, action movies? Alien is probably my favorite. Um, Star Wars. So Classics. Yeah. Uh, horror movies? Well, The Shining. Everyone will tell you I'm a huge Stephen King fan, so The Shining is my favorite. I've got several pictures in my office, and, and I, have, I own it on VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray. So. <laughs> <I love laughs> wow. <it. laughs> wow. Pizza? Uh, everything... Um, but anchovies. <laughs> okay. I can, I love pizza. It's one of my favorite foods. Next to Mexican food is my favorite. So. Like a way of thinking. Yep. <laughs> uh, nachos. Uh, lots of jalapenos. Okay. Uh, bad hygiene. Oh, geez. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pass on this one. <laughs> okay, all right. Because uh, I was going to say pot smokers, but you know. Anyway, better okay. pass on that one. All right. Sports. Football. Okay. Um, let's see. Classic movies. Oh, anything with Jimmy Stewart. Okay. So. WWE, which is pro professional wrestling. Oh, I know, but I would have to say The Rock, because he's like the, probably the biggest film star that came out of it, so. 
Okay. UFC. Um, Dana White. So okay. my husband's a huge UFC fan. So. <laughs> Bend, Oregon. Blockbuster. Okay. How about um, VHS? Oh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Just classic movies. I mean, VHS is just VHS. What else can you say about it? So, okay. Traveling? Hawaii. Ooh. And I love Hawaii, and right now everybody's hearts, I think, are in Hawaii right now with all the devastation that's going on in Maui. So, Yeah, I hope everything's going okay over there. Yeah. Uh, last one, uh, family. Mm. My boys, probably. My children, my daughter, my grandkids. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay, so for our listeners who, um, well, obviously I'm new here to the Bend, Oregon, just yeah. visiting, uh, where can uh, people find you guys if they wanted to look you up? Yep. So we are on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, so I always do it backwards, and my kids always make fun of me, but I'm pretty sure it's Blockbuster Bend. Um, but we also are on Instagram. I'm pretty sure we're listed as the last official Blockbuster in Bend, um, and I'm the Blockbuster mom, so you should be able to find us on there. Awesome. And then um, any final words you like to tell our listeners? Just thank you. Thanks for thinking of us. Thanks for supporting us. Um, those of you who have been to the store, we appreciate it. Those of you who haven't, um, we look forward to meeting you. But just thanks. Thanks for all the support. And thank you so much for doing this interview. I'm actually going to be looking around here and having some fun. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you. And that concludes this edition of Conversations with Mr. A. Featuring Blockbuster with General Manager Sandy Harding. That was a fun interview, and I have to admit, going on Blockbuster, knowing that it is the last, absolutely last Blockbuster in the entire world, I felt like a kid in a candy store. A lot of classic DVDs, videos, great sense of nostalgia, and it was a pleasure to do this interview. So thank you for listening. Stay tuned for future episodes. We'll see you next time.